0: 9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars
1: sent you. Hi, this is Tim Del Toro. And I'm Lou Angel Wolf, and we are the Grease Gurus. Our show is broadcast every Saturday morning live at WTAN Talk Radio 1340. That's 10 o'clock every Saturday morning for an automotive forum that is flavored with humor and insight. We encourage you to call in and be part of the Grease Guru Show. We'd love to have you, and we will certainly help you find your inner grease. This show is sponsored by Tim's Performance Service Center and beautiful Tarpon Springs at 906 Verona Place, and you can reach us personally at 727-543-1601. Aha. Uh-huh. CarFix and GarageInsiderTV.com. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Enjoy the show. Set the way back machine.
2: Yes, sir, Mr. Peabody.
0: Okay, listeners, welcome. Hey, you are tuned into Nostalgic Greeting Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers in Google, Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studio in downtown Clearwater. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page, Nostalgic Gaming Cars and Gulfstream Motorsports. But more importantly, go visit our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com, and check out the archives page where you can see and hear, actually, here, all 300 and gosh, it's like 67, 68, 69, 90, I'm not sure. A ton of shows. You know, and tell your friends to tune in every Tuesday night between 7 and 8 p.m. right here on the Tant Talk Radio Network. Good evening, Tommy. How you doing? Tommy's there. He, doing good, Robert. Doing, doing good. good. Thanks. Got the switch. See, I, I caught him off guard. So. Anyway, all right. So, uh, wow, we got a little storm heading our way. Um, probably not a good thing, but uh, we don't know where it's going to go just yet. By uh, Thursday morning, I think we'll have a little clearer idea. Hopefully, it'll just kind of get lost out in the golf or out in the ocean someplace and it won't uh, cause any harm. Because those uh, poor people in uh, Texas are still dealing with that mess, and the last thing we need is uh, you know get bombarded again. So uh, our prayers go out to all those people in uh, in the Gulf there, and uh, hopefully nothing happens to those of us here in Florida. Although I will say that Rick Scott is already on the ball, so uh, that's our illustrious governor here in the state of Florida. Rick Scott is doing a fine, 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 fine job. Anyway, uh, see this past weekend we had a couple car shows. We went to. Reeves import motor cars or slash Reeves motorsports cars and coffee. If you uh, want some really good coffee, I will say they got some great coffee over there. And then uh, beignets, you know, a lot of places have uh, donuts, maybe some other sort of pastries, but beignets is kind of like the uh, house dealio there at uh, Reeves. So, and they're fresh and uh, made right there for you. And you can personalize them. And then uh, we went to Garage One, they have a cars and coffee. It's every first. Saturday of the month so uh, be sure and visit our friends over there at Garage 1 and as a matter of fact uh, why don't you go ahead and cue up our little song because I think it's time to do a radio show giveaway while we're doing the Florida Car Shows Minute and we'll talk about some of the car shows now here's the deal we got a prize Garage 1 was gracious enough to donate some speed wax and tire gel kind of like a little mini detail kit so Here's the deal, give us a call here at studio, the studio line is 727-441-3000, that's 727-441-3000, or the 1-800 number is 866-826-1340, that's 866-826-1340, now you got to answer this question, here's a question, now there was a TV show on last night, it's uh, on every Monday night, last night was the first night for this show, alright, and we have a guest coming on a little bit later who is the host of that particular show, and it's called Gear Dogs. And uh, so we're looking forward to have them on the show here in a little bit. But there was a car that they were working on. And the question is, not that particular car, but that vintage of car. Here's the question, ladies and gentlemen. Pay close attention. Yes, you can run any computers in Google. What was the first year and the last year for the X? Now, we're not talking AMX. We're talking GTX. The first and the last year. So the seventh caller, give us a call here at Studio 727-441-3000 or 866-826-1340. And you can win the detail kit, the Speed Wax and the Tire Gel from Garage One. And if you want to buy some of the product, be sure to check out our Facebook page because we've got it up there. All right. Their number over in Tampa is... 813-391-3658. That's Garage 1. Ask for Gene. Tell him you heard it mentioned here on Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Now, the Florida Car Show Minute. If you want to know where all the local car shows are, as well as all the car shows in the state of Florida, all right, go visit the website, Florida car Shows or flacarshows.com. Now, Tara does a fine, fine job of listing all the events. I'm looking at it right now. There's a number of events. And it's broken down into Central Florida, West Florida, East Florida, South Florida, North Florida, and so on. So it's a great place to go if you want to find out where all the car shows are. If you want to find out where some of the major events are, please visit our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com, and you go to our events page, and you'll have some of the major events. Like, for example, at the end of this month, we have the Clearwater Superboat Races. That's October 29th. This weekend in Orlando is the Surf Expo. Now, the Surf Expo is really not car-related, but if you're into, you know, water sports, uh, fashion, you know, kind of, let's just say... What's the word I'm looking for here? Um, Gift shop-oriented stuff. You know, definitely want to check out the Surf Expo. Now, this is B2B. It's kind of like SEMA. SEMA, by the way, is coming up in November. That's the major event, the next major one that we will probably be attending, besides the Clearwater Superbutt Races. Also, coming up here on the 17th of this month, in uh, September 17th, right here in our own backyard in Coachman Park, Sammy Hagar, yes, the Red Rocker himself, is coming to perform a concert at the Coachman Park. So, Sammy Hagar, and uh, that's September 17th. Let's see. Next month, also, the big event is the Lake Mirror Classic. Okay, that's a big concourse over there at Lake Mir downtown Lakeland. It's a great show. The uh, Atlanta Fall Historics is coming up this month. That's our good friends at HSR. And then I think there's another event. I think Savannah races are also next month. CODA, which is the Circuits of America, that is also next month. So, there's a lot of stuff going on. And hopefully, if Florida is still on the map, of course, the joke is, you know, California's going to snap off and break first because they got, you know, their earthquake prone. But here in Florida, what do you think, uh, Tommy? You think the wind's going to you know, push it to the east, push it to the east? So Florida is either going to survive or we're going to be a big, big, big sandbar. One of the two. So anyway, but uh, yeah, we got our dinghy ready. So just in case. So uh, uh, word on the street is there's a lot of water gone, but I know the water's been going for a while because... They've been sending most of it out to Texas. At any rate, I think we got a song spinning around on the turn up table since we're on this uh, Vietnam kick here. If you caught the uh, beginning of the show, it's a little uh, apocalypse now, but I think we got some music coming on and then uh, we'll be right back. This is a little Country Joe McDonald and the Fish. Now, he did another song back in the day at Woodstock, but uh, you tune in to, uh, to uh, Nostalgia Reading Cars. The song's called Superbird by Country Joe McDonald. It's
2: my president, LDJ. Just like Superman, but I have that little piece of kryptonite, yes, I'll bring back the land, said come out linden with your hands held high, drop your guns, baby, and reach for the sky, I've got you surrounded and you ain't got a chance send you back to Texas, make you work on your ranch, yeah, yeah.
0: Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Let me tell you about my company, Gulfstream Motorsports, 727-541-1741. I have over 35 years' experience with classic vintage sport and racing cars. I do appraisals, consulting, and pre-purchase inspections. Before you buy your next rare classic, the car of your dreams, give me a call at Gulfstream Motorsport 727-541-1741. Also, due to my 28 years' experience in the auto salvage business, I am very good with wrecks. So if your car has been in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Gage from the TV show My Classic Car, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back now. That sound, by the way, that blump, 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 blum, that, that drag car idling through the pits is an actual sound effect that we actually recorded years and years and years ago at uh, a billetproof event over in Lakeland. And uh, that's right. I got to check. I think billetproof's coming. So uh, they generally come in the fall. I'm not fast enough on the computer. Otherwise, I'd look it up. But uh, they generally come to the fall and they're over at Lakeland International Raceway. I'm not sure what it's called now. And uh, so it's just kind of a neat old thing where just some old school hot rodders show up. But you know what, you can it's kind of like a run with your brung event. And uh, I know a couple of years ago Bobby and I took uh, our mini bikes over there, or our little Honda Trail Seventy and our Honda Trail or Honda Z fifty and the Trail Seventy. Problem is we forgot our brain buckets, so they wouldn't let us run down the track. But it was a lot of fun because there's guys out there and Quads and uh, real live mini bikes, you know, little five horse jobbies that you might have bought from Sears or Pennies or something like that back in the day. So, but anyway, so Billipro is pretty cool, and uh, I got to double check and see if they're uh, maybe during the next song I'll look it up real quick because uh, or somebody's real quick with the with the computer. Anyway, let's see what else we got going on. Well, let's see. We talked about uh, some of the upcoming events that are going on here: Surf Expo. We talked about the Atlanta Historics, Sammy Hagar, Lakeland Classic. And the giveaway. Now, believe it or not, nobody's won it yet. So again, I'm going to tell you one more time. What was the first and the last year for the X, as in the GTX? So if you want to give us a call here in the studio, you can win the Garage 1 Speed Wax and Tire Gel. The number is 727-54, no, that's not it. 727-441-3000, 727-441-3000, okay? And Tommy will oblige you when you call in. So this past weekend, like I said, we went to uh, the car shows over there at uh, Cars and Coffee. This weekend, something else is taking place. If you guys are kind of musicians and into musical instruments, like I am, I believe the second Sunday of the month, second Sunday of the month, up at Renegos, they have a car show and uh, a musical, a music, a mu- a musical instrument swap meet. Now I can finally get that out. Now Renegos is up there in Mount Dora, and typically they have uh, antiques. So if you're into you know, furniture, if you're into knickknacks, if you're into uh, architecture and things of that nature, that's generally where you'll find a lot of that kind of stuff. And I have two big shows in the fall, and then they have one big one in the spring. But now what they've done is on a regular basis, on, on on a monthly basis, now they're doing this musical cars and guitars kind of thing. So that's a lot of fun. Plus, I have some local bands that play up there. So there's pretty good talent that shows up there as well. And again, if you're looking for, you know, mostly string instruments is what you'll find up there. And air, no, what do they call it, what's the word? Wind instruments. Wind instruments is another word for bugles, trumpets, um, and saxophones and things like that. And if you're into accord, uh, not accordions necessarily, but uh, what's the word? Harmonicas, harmonicas. And uh, actually, a friend of mine started playing harmonica here a while back, and he's actually getting pretty good. And I'm thinking about uh, trying that myself. So we'll see. Because you know, thing about it a harmonica is, keep it in your pocket. You go to let's say like an open mic night or something like that. And you pull that thing out, and you know anybody can join in on any band. You know, harmonica. Kind of, you know, accentuates a band. You know, just kind of works real good. Kind of cool. And it's easy to harmonize. At any rate, uh, let's see. So uh, races, what do we got for races? Atlanta's coming up. Road Atlanta, that's a big one up there. Also, there's a new uh, concourse coming up up there. And uh, I think this is the second year. I think it's called the Atlantic Concourse. That's going to be taking place. So there's a lot of really cool stuff on If you go to the major events, the major events are really, really cool because that's when you really see the unusual cars. They generally come out. A lot of the local car shows are a lot of fun, too. It's kind of like a you know buddy-buddy thing. You just kind of hang out and stuff. Cruising. Cruising is another thing that's a lot of fun, you know, because the problem with car shows is a lot of times you just kind of show up there and everybody just kind of gets their chairs out and, and they sit around and, you know, wait for a little trophy and everybody gets excited for a few hours and that's about it. And, uh, but it is a good place to kind of hang out and see your old buddies. And um, and the local ones that we have around here, obviously, is Bitburger on Fridays. And we have uh, Quaker Steak and Lube on uh, on Thursdays. And then, of course, Tampa has their fair share of shows. But anyway, if you want to find out more about that kind of stuff, definitely check out FloridaCarshows.com or FLACarshows.com. Talking about cars, did I see anything interesting or unusual here? Well, you know what? Here's an interesting story. A friend of mine, we have this little meeting that a bunch of guys we get together and we kind of chit-chat a little bit, and I'll try to make this short, because we're going to be going to a break here in a second, we're going to bring our guests on here in a few minutes. But, uh, so this friend of mine, we meet every week, okay, and uh, we kind of hang out at McDonald's, and we just kind of talk, and there's probably 10, 15, 20 of us or so up there, and we kind of rotate, okay, so it's basically kind of like a bunch of guys with an assortment of different cars, so British, some German, some American, but mostly British car guys, okay, and uh, so one day, one of our friends was sitting there, and somebody walked in, and a bunch of us were, you know, we kind of like stand inside, outside, we're just all over the place, right? So this guy walks in and says to and sees a couple of the guys sitting there and heard that hey uh, a couple of car guys hang out here a little bit um, I got an old Corvette for sale and uh, do you know anybody being interested in buying it and one of the guys goes yeah sure it's funny how everybody just kind of sits around and just goes uh well uh, uh you know because you know just think Corvette right away you think a lot of money you don't really think that well you know it could be a barn find could be a good deal could be you know you you just don't know but you got to inquire you got to be inquisitive and you got to ask and you got to act on it okay so our friend his name will remain anonymous. So he says, yeah, I'll go check it out. So out of 20 guys that are you know, in this little group here, one guy goes and looks at it. That one particular guy ended up with that car. And here's what the car turned out to be. car turned out to be a 1959 Corvette, an original black car with a black interior and a black hardtop, but it was one of 194 fuel-injected cars. This is why when you hear these stories, you got to act. You've got to go check these cars out because you just never, never, never know what you're going to find. So he bought the car, got it with a, a super deal on it. Turns out it did not have the original motor in it. Somebody tried to put a late-mile engine in it, put uh, late-mile carburetor and stuff on it, late-mile ignition and stuff like that. But through a little homework, a little research, and, and a little bit of due diligence, he actually located the original motor to the car, believe it or not. So... You just never know. It came out a long time ago. A couple guys did it, and it changed hands. But the neat thing about it is it remained within a circle of people that all kind of hung out, and all knew the car. So that's why this is very, very important. And keep in mind, guys, too. You know, as we get a little bit older, you know, guys like myself that've been around for a long time, we got cars. You know, we really kind of like, well, you know, I really don't want to put the car in the open market. Um, I'd like to see somebody get it that I know is going to take care of it and appreciate it. And so a lot of times they change among friends and, and local hands, okay? And uh, those are always the best kind of deals, and because you, you usually get a decent deal. Plus, you get all the stuff that goes with it. So, anyway, I think we're going to get our guests on the phone here. Let's uh, fire up the turntable again. We've got a little clip for you. And don't touch that dial. You're tuning the to getting Cars, and we will be right back with some more car stories. Ooh.
2: My daddy was the family basement Jones. Yeah. to serve, I did not serve
3: They told us that Vietnam was gonna be very different from the United States of America, except for all the beer cans and the barbecue. It was. Hey,
2: I bet they shrimp balls in these water. They tell me these Vietnams is good shrimp. After we win
3: this walk, you take over American us to come out here and shrub these waters. We just trip all the time, man. So much shrubbers. So you must be my FNGs. Morning, sir. Oh, get your hands down. Do not salute me. There are damn snipers all around this area who love to grease an officer. I'm Lieutenant Dan Taylor. Welcome to 4th Platoon. What's wrong with your lip? I was born with big gums, sir. Yeah, well, you better tuck that in. i going to get that caught on a tripwire. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir! You twin? No, we are not relations, sir. Look, it's pretty basic here. You stick with me, and learn from the guys that have been in country a while, you'll be all right. There is one item of GI gear that can be the difference between a live grunt and a dead grunt. Socks. Cushion sole, OD green. Try and keep your feet dry. When we're out humping, I want you boys to remember to change your socks whenever we stop. Me calling the a grunts feet right off his legs. Sergeant Sims! Damn it, where is that sling rope I told you to order? I put in the requisitions at battalion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lieutenant Dan sure knew his stuff. I felt real lucky he was my lieutenant. He was from a long, great military tradition. Somebody in his family had fought and died in every single American war. Damn it! kick's a man. I on, you, Lieutenant. Get on! it. I guess you could say he had a lot to live up to. So, you boys are from Arkansas, huh? Well, I've been through there. Little Rock's a fine town. Now, go shake down your gear. See the platoon sergeant. Draw what you need for the field. You boys are hungry. We got steaks burning right over here. Two standing orders in this platoon. One, take good care of your feet. Two, try not to do anything stupid getting yourself killed i sure hope i don't let him down
2: This is Richard Rawlings from Gas Monkey Garage, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, so get you some of that.
0: Okay, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and it's time to introduce our special guest for the evening, and he is the host of Discovery Channel's brand new TV show, which I saw last night for the first time, because that is the uh, introductory show It's called Gear Dogs. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening, Nate Boyer. Nate, how are you there? I'm here. How the hell are you? I'm doing real good. I'm doing real good. so you're in the Midwest. It seems to be there's a lot of really cool car stuff going on in the Midwest. So tell us a little bit about what's going on in Kansas out there with Toto and little Dorothy.
1: <laughs> you know, I think we're I think we're often overlooked as a as having a huge car culture, but we we really do have a huge following. We got great weather. we got a lot of awesome cars. Um, beautiful day.
0: beautiful yeah. day. Yes, well. Sir. Do- Give us a little background on yourself. And by the way, congratulations on your show. I I really, Thank truly you. enjoyed it. In fact, uh, you know, the, well, we'll talk about it because everybody saw it, but the gasser that you did, that's why I had to play the uh, drag car idling through the pits because that's what that <laughs> car reminded me of. So I could just relate to that. So give us a little background a on yourself. Yeah, give us a little background on yourself.
1: Um, I grew up in Kansas, Clay Center, Kansas, which is about uh, three hours from Kansas City, which Gardner, where I'm at now, is a suburb of Kansas City. Um. You know, really, I guess from a young age, probably developed a passion for cars um, with Hot Wheels cars like any little boy would do. And uh, by the time I was 13, I had saved up about $1,000 from mowing my neighbor's yard and uh, decided I need to have something cool. So I bought a 59 Volkswagen Beetle, uh, restored it by the time I was 16 with the help of my dad in the driveway, uh, some neighbors and some local businesses, and uh, got that car done. And realized that, you know, this is pretty awesome. And you can't be, never had such a high sense of pride out of something. I decided this is what I want to do. It's what I want to do with my life. Build cars. So uh, did that. Worked at body shops um, through high school. And uh, went to WyoTech. Left WyoTech early to take a job at a hot rod shop. And that hot rod shop, I worked there for, I don't know, maybe four or five months. Hot Rod Shop went under, Uh, I had opportunity to buy all that shop's equipment and start Cultured Customs, and here we are.
0: So the name of your company is Cultured Customs, right?
1: Cultured Customs, yes, sir. Cultured with a K.
0: Cultured with a K, cool. Okay, so let me ask you a question. So I understand, because I was reading your bio, you built some pretty serious builds. Tell us about some of those things, because they get into some serious money, and a lot of people don't realize when you spend thousands and sometimes thousands upon hours. You can get some serious money, but you come up with an amazing car. So give us some... Uh... You do,
1: and you know every time uh, every time I meet with a, a new customer or a potential new customer, um, just right out of the bat, we have the conversation of, if you're doing this as an investment, it's a poor one. Because, because, I mean, you do wrap a lot of money in it, and you're really building a piece of artwork with the cars that we build at Culture. Um, they're all drivable what i tell everybody too yes we build show cars but you can drive them to the show so yeah a lot of money goes into a a lot of blood sweat and tears you know blood sweat uh, and tears and maybe some beers in there, too.
0: Oh, yeah, beers. Got to have beers, beers. All right, well, let me ask you this. So, like, most of the cars that you build, are they for, like, your customers? Are they within a certain radius? How do you get your customers? Do you have customers from the East Coast, from the West Coast? Or are they, like, mostly in your particular Midwest area?
1: You know, we're doing cars all over the country. Um, we're doing cars. We've done Alaska, done Anchorage, Alaska. We've done Kauai, Hawaii. Um, Arizona, wow. California, Florida, um, all over the place I think and going back to what you talked about thousands of hours and lots of dollars is we're fortunate that in the Midwest our labor rate doesn't have to be as high as our overhead isn't as much. So if we're building the same cars that they're building on the East Coast and the west Coast, um, but we get to operate at $65 an hour where they're a hundred or better. So if you ship your car to the Midwest to get the same end result you can get it for almost half the money. You know, it seems like a pretty decent investment.
0: Since you mentioned East Coast and West Coast, is there a, in, in your experiences now, is there kind of like a style, an East Coast style, a West Coast style, a Midwest style, a, a Florida style? I mean, what is, whats what's been think, your take?
1: I would say, for me, you know, California, it, the West Coast, just has, is such a melting pot of, and there's so many people, just car people out there. And there's a little bit of everything, but it definitely has, of following lowered cars, uh air ride, big wheels, stuff like that. Stuff is is popular here, but not near as popular as a nice I say nicely done patinaed, um I guess resto mod for lack of better terms, you know. LS swapped into a patinaed truck or car is uh pretty popular here. And then East Coast, um I don't know. You're on the East Coast. What's popular on the East Coast?
0: Well, I don't know. You know, the thing is, is that, you know, the, I think what happens is, is people watch these TV shows. Um, they look at magazines. And I think this is my honest take. My honest take is someone like you with your talent and a really cool shop like yours, you could build a car that would satisfy anybody's taste, so to speak. So let's just say, for example, like and I've got a friend of mine that's uh, Keith Coucher has been on our show. He's uh, he's from the Bakersfield Fresno area. So he was, he was telling me that like the bay area which kind of encompasses Fresno, okay, San Francisco area, they have a style there. The southern California has a different style. Texas guys have a style. The Detroit guys have a style. The Midwest guys, Chicago and so on. And Florida really doesn't have any kind of a style cuz it's like it's all over the board. And you see everything here, you know. So, and, and right. factually, Florida is not really considered the South. You know, it's just because you talk about melting pot. It's, it's it, it <laughs> defines melting pot. But but where I'm where I'm going with this is like because I go to SEMA and I go to Scottsdale and I go to Monterey and I go to Amelia and I go to shows all over the country sometimes when I can, and I see that the that that the tastes are kind of universal. So it's kind of like. If I wanted you to build my car and I'd say, look, I'd like you to build me something that's kind of a little, not quite an an old traditional style, you know, hot rod with maybe, and me being a Ford guy, you know, a coyote motor or something like that in it. But the patina is cool because I want something that doesn't look perfect but and, and, and over restored. I want something that has character. And that's the beauty of these older cars. And I think that, so if you're in the Midwest and I... And I say, hey, look, this is kind of what I want. You could build that. Or if I'm in Chicago, I think a guy up there that's talented could build it. You know, Troy Trapani, for example, which is just outside of Chicago. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, you know, and then you got the the the, the Chip Foose's of the world, and you got the Ken Diggots of the world, and you got the Steve Stropes of the world, and the Brian Fullers, and all those guys. You know, names that everybody kind of knows and recognizes. You know, and now you guys are coming on the scene, so. You know, I think I think, you know, just my my observation is, is that anybody could do it because it depends on what the customer wants and you're there to fulfill it, the customer's exactly. needs.
1: You know, and I don't know if it's it may just be a phase that our shops going through or, or maybe it's what we're going to become known for in the cars that we build is that really I'd say what's become the majority of the builds we do, it's keeping all the styling of the era of that car. Mm-hmm. Um it from the outside You'd know exactly what it was, and it would look right. But it has all these modern amenities that are built within it. You know, you have your Bluetooth, you have your cruise control, your lumbar support, electric seats, air conditioning, all that stuff. It has all that in it, but the way in which we do it, you would look at it and you would say, you wouldn't either you wouldn't see it or you would look at that car and say, man, I don't remember it being like that, but it must have been because that looks right, you know? Subtle takes on a. I like I like subtleties. I like clean more than anything. If you can look under the hood of a car and not see a fuel line or any wiring, you know to me that's a thing of beauty. And it's almost, it's almost the enjoyable part of building it is figuring out how you can make this thing run like a rape day. But when somebody looks at it, they wonder how the hell does this thing even run? Because I can't see any wiring. I can't see any fuel lines. Everything's completely hidden. Uh, that's one of the things that I enjoy about it. Though. But to your other point, we have also done um, way over the top radical customs. Um, you know, crazy chop tops and big car motors. Really,
0: You're breaking up just here for a second. Um, the 50 Merc that you had in the shop, tell us about that car, because that looked pretty, uh, that kind of looked like a traditional custom.
1: Is again, it's it's done. Uh, it is it's traditional custom and what it's going to look like from the outside. Um, and, uh, five and four chop. It's metalwork is fantastic. Lance, he's my lead fabricator. He knocked out the metalwork. I mean, if you looked at it, metal finished, then it's going to just take three coats of high build primer and we're into paint shop. Um, but custom floor, we put a. Nine inch Ford on a four link in the back. Stub uh, on it with disc brakes and air ride. Uh, it's got the new Coyote motor in it. Um, and it just, it'll have all those modern amenities. The guy, we, when we, we originally got this car, we drove it to the shop. Um, I drove it 65 miles an hour down the road, had a flathead in it, ran great. Um, almost felt bad tearing into it. It was really, it was really a great survivor car. Um, but, you know, he wanted to drive it every day, make this car a daily driver. So if you want to drive it any miles an hour.
0: Nate Nate, if you can hear us okay, you're breaking up a little bit, so I don't know where you're at. All
1: right, let me try to let me try to find a better spot here real quick.
0: Okay. The uh, your cars out west, are they fairly would it be fair to say that your cars are fairly rust-free and fairly solid out there in the Midwest in the Kansas area?
1: I would have to disagree. Really? I would say that's not the case. No, we have we have very rusty cars. Um, we're a very humid climate. Um, so, yeah. No. Interesting. Uh, but, you know, if you go into Colorado or you go a little bit north of us, um, you know, you get up into northern Nebraska and into, uh, you know, Montana area, South Dakota. Things that come from our surrounding areas, Oklahoma, all that stuff, they're really nice. Kansas cars normally, unless they're taken care of real well, they tend to have some issues.
0: Huh. Interesting. Now, do do customers generally bring cars to you, or do they say, "Hey, Nate, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Find me a car, and then do the build."
1: We do both. I'd say primarily it's people bringing us the car. Okay. Um, primarily, but we uh, we're we're doing a '70 C10 right now, uh, short bed that. He came to me and said he wanted a seventy C ten short bed and find it, build it. Here's how I want it. Let me know when it's done. Okay. Um, So it it does happen. Um, I actually prefer it that way because then uh, you have a bigger a bigger pool to pick from. Okay. And as far as the projects go, Uh, but you know one of the things that I love about about the hot rodding and the car car culture. The stories that go back with these cars where they came from the people's sentimental attachment to them Mm -hmm. but i mean we've we've resurrected well in the shop right now there's a 69 camaro uh that the owners had you know for the better part of 30 40 years and he loves this car he would never sell it it's original dz 302 car oh worth a bunch of money but this car when i say gone i meant gone uh the only piece of sheet metal that we kept of the original car was the roof skin and the trunk floor. Somehow they survived. Cool. Uh, every other piece of sheet metal, dash, firewall, cowl, complete floors, inner outer wheel wells, all that we replaced it, mini tubbed it in the back, put a nine-inch Ford under it in a Chevy, <laughs> uh, and then a big block 572 uh, under the hood. Um, you know, Completely got rid of that DZ302 idea, which... To each their own you know so it but this the i got into there i kind of got sidetracked but this the attachments that he had with this car he would have never gotten rid of it and this car means so much to him he's down at the shop every day taking pictures drooling over it um and really i mean not only are we building cars but we're actually we, seems cliche but we're actually we're building people's dreams um when these cars are done you can just see their eyes light up and the sense of satisfaction that we have and that they have is amazing.
0: Let's talk about uh, some of the really cool bills you've done. Most people, most custom car guys, it seems like the, the pinnacle for them is to get a car in SEMA. Now you had a car in SEMA a couple of years ago on display. Tell us about that car.
1: We did. Um, a couple of years ago, we built a uh, 1970 um, Chevy K10 long bed truck. Uh, we built it with LMC truck, um, we built it for them on the TV show uh, Chop Cut Rebuild on MAV TV. Um, it was a great truck to build. Uh, we were the first ones to put a uh, the new LT1 motor into a truck uh, or into any vehicle in the aftermarket. Um, so that was exciting. And then we got to debut that at SEMA, and uh, it was a great experience. It was it was a fun build through and through. Uh, got to put some unique spins on a on what what would normally be just your average work truck and turn it into something that. That ran amazing and looked amazing and had all these modern amenities hidden within it. Just, it was an exciting build. I loved it.
0: Super. Let's talk about your TV show. How, congratulations again, and how did the whole TV show come about for you?
1: You know, it it almost, one of the things that seems too good to be true, um, I just, I got a phone call, um, it's probably been a year and a half ago, maybe two, Mm -hmm. I got a phone call from a production company, Cool Fire Productions, out of St. Louis um they called me they had seen our website they said hey are you interested in doing a tv show and uh i was like well i I suppose i'll entertain it and then they told me what they were trying to do and we had about a two hour long conversation that that day and they came out with cameras up uh the next week really yeah just yeah. fortunate
0: Right place at the right time. Okay, take us through the process a little bit. Now, I've I've had some other TV show hosts on our show, so tell us about how it came, how it works with you guys. I mean, do they hand you a script, Did you just kind of wing it? I mean, to, uh, take us through the process.
1: Yeah, there's uh, there is no script. Um, basically, you know, we we get in the shop, we just film what we normally do in everyday life. That uh, it's actually been really nice. And I was worried about when we got into the show that it was going to get so far fetched and. They would try to push me in a direction that wasn't reality, um, and honestly, they haven't. They've really, they've stepped back. They've definitely took our advice on what makes a good shot and what doesn't. So yeah, it's been great. So the main... my wife keeps chiming in. Can I take? Half a second, let her know, I'll call her right back. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 sure, not a problem. (laughs) So, hey, guys, don't forget, this is on Discovery Channel. It's a new TV show. It's called Gear Dogs, okay? And uh, we have the host on. His name's Nate Boyer. So, again, if you're tuned in, you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio Cars. We're here every Tuesday night on the Tantalk Radio Network. between 7 and 8 p.m. Sorry. Nate, you're back. Right. I'm back. I was just doing a a shameless self-promotion there, but uh, talking about your show as well. (laughs) So tell us about the Gear Dog, how the concept came up, and uh, and 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 some of the cars that you're working on. Of course, last night you did the uh, '67 uh, Belvedere, but uh, tell us about Gear Dog. The
1: Belvedere Gasser. Yeah. yeah, that was a fun one. Uh, and what I love so much about that one is it's very rare that when you try to when you have a certain style or an idea in your mind, uh, trying to find somebody else that shares that exact same idea, or will at least embrace it with you, and. Um, Sean Rowe who was the dog that I teamed up with um on that build I mean from the get-go he knew he knew my idea he saw it he loved the idea and we got to build an amazing car
0: well it came out really really good you went through the process and again me being a car guy I can relate to every little uh, you know all the details and stuff <laughs> but uh, you did a great right. job on that and and what I liked about it at the very beginning and and you can take us through this but you were honest with him. He talked about restoring the car. He was a little high on that number, $70,000, dollars You might get that for a real axe with a hemi in it, you know, a 66, right. 67 body. But you're not going to, you know, the 68 B body is obviously worth more than a 66 or 67. And But your suggestion to go the route with the gasser was absolutely perfect because I haven't seen anybody really do one on the show. So tell us uh, what it's like. And then I think you got a Fairlane in there, and then you got a Nomad coming in, some other stuff.
1: Yeah, we got a Nomad. That'll be coming up. Actually, we're still uh, be filming again tomorrow, finishing finishing up uh, the Nomad. So anxious to see how that one goes. Um, yeah. So we got the Nomad. Um, we've done. We've had some other ones in there too. Uh, we've had uh, a longtime member of the Doghouse. Um, practically lives there. Herb. He's got the Fairlane. Um, that he's working on. And we got. Uh, what else we got coming in there? Trying to think about what I can say and what I can't. Okay, well you get, give it all away.
0: No, no, I understand. I like all, all right, away. where'd the name Gear Dogs come from, and why doghouse? I mean, I can kind of get it because I'm in a doghouse all the time. But you know, that's a kind of a cliche exactly. thing for guys. So,
1: well, that's where the doghouse came from. Was, okay, from that idea is that we're building we're building a community garage, um, but it's more than that. It's it's a clubhouse. It's a hangout. It's a place to you know. Normally, you think you go to the garage um, to just or your man cave, you know, you just as- to go and escape. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of guys who have been put in the doghouse. I kind of wanted to take a, uh, a a better look at that, not okay. such a negative look of being in trouble. And, you know, this time it's, it's a good thing to be sent to the doghouse. You come <laughs> here and you get to hang out, you get to work on cars, and have a good time.
0: Okay, so then gear dogs means I'm a gearhead, but I'm in the doghouse, so I'm a gear dog. So that's like, is, am I close that's there? That's it. That's it. All there right. you are. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh-huh. So the the Nomad, what uh, now what 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 direction are you going with that car? Can you talk about that yet or is that uh, still
1: uh, I kind of... I don't want to give too much okay, away, that's but fine. what I w- but what I will say is that, you know, there's not too many there's not too many different ways you can go with a Nomad. That's the car. It's such a rare car. You mm-hmm. can't you can't go too far off the beaten path and still feel good about yourself on it, you know. Mhm.
0: Do, how do you determine whose car you're going to do? How does that work? Because now, I, I saw the show, but tell our listeners a little bit. Just take them through the process.
1: Yeah, so here's how the process works. On my website, on the Doghouse page, there there's a section there that you can enter a description of your car in a 30-second video telling me about you and your car and what you want to do. Um, from there, I get those submissions in, um, review them when we have spots open, we determine by our assessment of the builder and the car how long it's going to be there, and we try to schedule it in. Okay, come in and work on your car. Either you can rent from me; you can just rent a space for a set monthly charge, or you can partner up with me on your car, and we sell it when you're done. Okay, uh, flipping game is growing. Um, there's with all the car auctions and all that stuff. Flipping cars is becoming a thing, and there's a lot of money in it. Um, and now we. Kind of get a, take a little piece of that.
0: When you when how many people work in the and uh, cultured customs? How many? What's your, how big is your staff there?
1: Uh, we have seven guys and, and then myself.
0: Okay. So and then over at the doghouse, it's like one or two guys that help out, and then uh, whoever who's working in a car, correct?
1: Yeah. You know, well, I mean, that's the nice thing about the doghouse is that since it's right next door to cultured customs, so all the guys down at cultured, you know. They want to hang out and work on cars too. It's not only is it their career; it's their passion as well. So they can sneak up there and just lend a hand when it's necessary, or during the days. If I'm partnered on it, if I'm partnered on a build, and I got to pay them to go up there and help move a project along, then that's what we do.
0: Okay, all right, that works. Do you?
1: See, it's a it's a twenty four seven garage.
0: Twenty four seven. Oh, okay. So all right. Well, Nate, we got a few—we uh, got about a minute or two left here. So, real quickly, why don't you go ahead and give out the information? Give out this, the, the Discovery Channel time so people can find out about it, and if they want to get a hold of you, give out your website information.
1: Sure. Um, Discovery Channel Gear Dogs every Monday for the next five or six Mondays, I think, at uh, ten o'clock Eastern. So, we do the math, figure out what time it airs where you're at. Okay. Um, find us. Find us on Discovery Channel. Tune in and watch. If you want to follow us. Um, follow the Gear Dogs page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, follow Cultured Customs. Check out our website. You'll find us. Stay in touch. I want to hear what you guys have to say. I want to know, know what everybody thinks about what we're doing so that we can make this the best possible show. And we could build the best cars possible.
0: Well, Nate, I want to thank you very much for uh, hanging out with us here at Good Wooden Cars. I wish you the best of luck. I think you got a really cool show. It's a real show, and I think uh, I want to tell all my listeners: you definitely can relate to this. And it's kind of, and the concept is excellent, Nate. I mean, it's a really good concept.
1: I mean, there's so many cars just sitting there rotting away in people's garages because they don't have the time or space.
0: That's it. And you kind of uh, you're kind of like and the I, ca- catalyst to get those cars done. That's great. That's great. That's it. Well, Nate, thank you very much for hanging out with us here at Nostalgic Greeting Cars. I want all my listeners, don't forget, tune in to Gear Dogs on Discovery Channel. In the meantime, I want to thank everybody for tuning in Nostalgic Nostalgia Greeting Cars. I want to thank my special guest, Nate Boyer, from Cultured Customs and the new TV show on Discovery Channel, Gear Dogs. Don't forget to check out our radio show every Tuesday night between 7 and 8 p.m. on here on the Talk Radio Network. Don't forget, FloridaCarShows.com. Find out where all the car shows, There's A bunch of car shows going on this weekend. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family.
1: School, but there's a fella in there will pay you ten dollars if
3: you sing into his can.
1: Downtown Dave.
3: I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio.
2: WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDTF,
0: Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen, you dumb cracker.